Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash shark. Welcome to the Horror Play Podcast, the podcast dedicated to find the scariest game ever made. I'm your host, John Lossworth. Joining me, as always, are my... Oh, man, I forgot to come on board for today's oh, uh, show. John. We'll give uh, you a minute. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's give take, him a minute. Take on. some time. Really think about it. Just uh, just talk amongst yourselves. Why I, uh, Should we go back? Oh, wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to talk to you about Marvel. It's just going to... Okay, I got it. You got, I got it. One. No. I got one. Don't. Listen. Please do <laughs> Go it. Ahead. It better not be what Just I'm thinking. Joining though. me, as always, are my festive okay. co-hosts. Festive. What, what did you think I was going to do? So, Marvelous. Oh, yeah. That would have been a good one. That would have been really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or more like with the with the emphasis on Marvel. Marvel is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's bad even for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the holidays. Yeah. Let's let's stick with festive. Adam yeah, festive. Say hi, hi everyone. everyone. Robert Lamb. Hello, everyone. And for the first time on Horror Play, uh, she's been on other podcasts with Shard Dropper, like Snubbed, Shard Dropper. Doppel she did Avenue a voice on Doppel Avenue Hurt. Amber Simpson. Hey. Welcome to the show, Amber. Thanks. Are you excited? First time. So excited. Are you? How, so... On a scale from one to ten, oh, how yeah, excited? Oh, yeah, because we do that. Yeah. Um, 5.8. So not that excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mildly. Like mildly, yeah. yeah. Hey. Like almost interested. That's way higher than I was expecting. So, <laughs> yes. Okay. I'll take it. Hey guys. I mean, it's so going to average in the middle of the list. But We're about a couple of days away from Thanksgiving. Is uh, everybody excited for that? No. I'm so excited to not have to leave my house for four days. You get Thanksgiving off? I do get Thanksgiving off. And Are you still in middle school? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't get the whole week off. Yeah. But I get Thanksgiving. And Did we the ever get after. the whole week off in school for Thanksgiving? I think so. Yeah. yeah. They got. Yeah. Well, yeah. You get the whole week. You get like a week for Thanksgiving and like two and a half weeks for Christmas. I could just be misremembering things, but I remember like we didn't get off from school to like. A, I feel like, like they changed it up a few times. They they probably have changed it. Yeah. School aren't, aren't school years longer now. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't they think get they out. Get don't they get out? They get out of school earlier on like Fridays or some stupid crap like that. It's weird. Well, I don't know. Here's who, who, a here's yes. a okay. the elephant in the room. John had a drinking problem when he was in middle school. <laughs> yeah, he true. doesn't remember a lot of it. It just all no. blends together. You're just gonna have to trust us. Yeah. Thanksgiving break was a week long. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I believe it. The thing is, my uh, my drinking binges were like months long. So that's true. <laughs> yeah. So you don't remember any of middle school? No. Although that's probably true for most people, right? That's pretty accurate. Yeah, I think so. I have brief I flashes more of it in my head. from middle school, I yeah. think, than high school. Really? But I also started smoking so, in high school. So no one's excited <laughs> to just, like, stuff their face on Thanksgiving? Not or, really. I don't really love Thanksgiving food. Yeah, it's just okay to me. Yeah, now, you're, now that I think about it, like, <laughs> turkey's okay. Mashed potatoes are mashed potatoes. What the hell is stuffing? I love stuffing. Yeah. That's my really? favorite part of it. Uh. It's yeah. I'm okay, not cornbread stuffing is not too bad, but Ew, like the regular no. stuffing. What is wrong? I don't know, just stuffing in general is. I like it. It's yeah. yeah. I'm just really not about the pies. Dinner. I like pie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my I'll do some my, pie. My other problem is dinners at like one o'clock. That's right? fucking lunch and family. Who's got time for that? A lot of family. <laughs> oh, all your true. family, and then they all fight about stuff. I'm I'm gonna spend Thanksgiving through the Sunday after Thanksgiving playing Fallout Four. Oh, nice. That's it. I thought you For hated Fallout. Um, I didn't hate it. I just <laughs> didn't really understand 3 when I tried to play it. Like, there was just something I was missing. I it did have a it. steep learning curve. Yeah. And uh, Fallout 4, um, that learning curve does not seem to be as steep. Yeah. So I've, I've been enjoying this one. The game looks gorgeous. It really it does. does. It's a really pretty game. I like watching. Oh, my God. I was playing the other day and got attacked by a rad scorpion for the first time mm-hmm. ever. 
and I was fighting it, and I was backing up while I was reloading, and out of nowhere, a death claw ran up and started fighting the rad scorpion. Wait, hold on. So, you just started playing the game, and there are I'm about I'm about twenty out. I've played it. For oh, about I was about 20 to say, if they so throw far. a death claw at you out in the a death claw the does get thrown at you um, in one of the very early story quests. Oh, okay. But uh, this one I just found randomly out in the wasteland. Uh, I was reloading, and all of a sudden it ran up to fight the Rad Scorpion, so I just turned around and ran away. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do against the I got experience for killing that Rad Scorpion, too, <laughs> after the Deathclaw killed it. Oh, yeah, Bethesda. Don't ever stop what you're doing. Bugs and all. They ain't. Yeah. All right, Adam, what game are we talking about this week? This week, we are talking about the DLC for Outlast. Uh, now, we usually don't do DLC, but... There's actually been a lot of good press written about it. Like, it's actually... Some people have said, like, it's better than the main game. So, really? we figure we mm-hmm. give it a main shot. It seems yeah. like a stands, it's good a as shot. a standalone game as well, because I didn't play the... Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, game. Adam. Well, you got, just let uh, Adam finish the intro. All right, go ahead. I had go to ahead. really interject there. Oh, jeez. Uh, you're allowed to interject, but we're not? Yeah. We're I'm the hell. host. I interject that whenever is true. I want. I don't care. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll care. Oh man, I wish I would have came prepared with the the score we gave for the original Outlast. Uh, yeah, I don't have the yeah. the sheets. For yeah, this. we left that one. I will go into it later. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, Outlast uh, Whistleblower is the DLC, which is also a prequel to the original Outlast. Uh, it's a first person stealth. I would call it a stealth survival horror game. Um, yeah, you don't get weapons. Yeah, you not you can't fight it with all. Your camera, no. And it, it's it seemed very Metal Gear esque, where sometimes you're just hiding in a shadow. Yeah, mm. or a locker, or under yeah. a table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, you wake up, or yeah, I guess you at first you kind of wake up in a psychiatric hospital. You're strapped down. The game cuts to a few hours earlier and shows how you wound up in that predicament, mm. and then you. Uh, Proceed through a mental hospital facility of terror. Yeah. Until we reach the original game Outlast. Yeah. All right. So, Adam and Amber, you two didn't play the original games. You just played the DLC. Yeah, so, I want to hear, hear your thoughts on the. Uh, Can I just ask a question first? No. No questions so, on the podcast. <laughs> too bad I'm asking anyway. You can just not answer. Okay. Um, we'll see how this the goes. The guy. Okay, so the main character in this one is the guy that sends the email about right. some crazy stuff to going the, on, right? To the main character that you play in the That's what That was my question. So he's sending it to the main character. So in the first one, the main character, or, or to the guy who's in the main character in the first one. So in the first one, that main character just visits? No, he's, he's a, a journalist. Yeah, he's an investigative reporter, right. and he got okay. a tip that like there's some messed Weird up things stuff. going on just supposedly abandoned mental asylum. So he's like, right. well, I'll just take a drive through the, uh, the country and see what's up. And then he just has like the same shit go on as this guy. Yeah, pretty okay. much. All right. Um, I read a little bit about it. It seemed like maybe there was only the whistle or the wall runner. Were there any other enemies? You mean like they were, they were similar to um, the, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, how, how similar were the enemy types in this one compared to the original? Outlast? Pretty similar. Yeah, most of them are like the same kind of. I mean, most of them are just like regular. Well, it all ties back to the gameplay. The gameplay of Outlast is basically you run into an enemy, then you just hide. Yeah, right. So run away. <laughs> it really doesn't. You don't really need like a huge variety yeah. of the enemies to kind of, you know, for that type of gameplay. But I think this one had maybe like a less amount of memorable characters just due to the fact that it's a shorter game. Yeah. This one was about three hours. Uh, the main outlast game is like around six to eight hours. Take around the beat. Yeah. So. But the, but the enemy types in general are just basically just asylum like, people, like yeah. people, crazy people, but there are like, uh, not like bosses, but like bigger characters that do the, try to kill you. Like the guy with the buzzsaw mm-hmm. was like one of the main ones in this one. Yeah. There's a doctor in the first one who was kind of similar to that. I think he had like, he had like shears. Or Wasn't like that. he in the, the prequel or the, the whistleblower DLC? Yeah. He makes Which an appearance. One? Like he was, uh, or he was at one point he was like writing on a wall in blood. 
like yeah, kind of towards maybe the that, end of the game. Or uh, he was he was towards the beginning of the game when he was like stabbing one of the doctors and he asked you to join well, him. Well, here's the thing. It's or he becomes a priest. The not DLC a doctor. that might have been like a character. The DLC actually it's both a prequel it, and, yeah. and uh and an it, epilogue. It overlaps. Or it's an but epilogue. It, yeah, it goes all the way to the ending, actually. So what you're seeing at the end of so Whistleblower... So that other guy is, is pretty much there at the same time? Well, I don't want to spoil it for you, but, like, yeah, he's there. I mean, it doesn't matter. I well, no, like, yeah. the ending Played actually... the beginning and the end, obviously. <laughs> no, but the ending of the original Outlast game overlaps with the ending of Whistleblower because there's that... There's a, a part where it says, like, you get locked in a locker or something, and it says, like, eight hours later or, like, right. 12, hours yeah, later. 12 hours later or something. That, I think, is to kind of push it oh, yeah. to the ending okay. of the first game. So yeah. it overlaps. And then what you're seeing is, like, when there's, like, these buildings on fire and stuff, that's right. what kind of happens in the main story. So okay. you're kind of seeing that from, like, yeah. a distance. No, it's okay. cool. Like a, It's, it's cool how they did it, yeah. It's not necessary for you to play the main game to mm-hmm. appreciate this game, but yes. Yeah. The tie-ins help. Yeah, I guess to go back to your initial question, is I, I was not confused. I felt like it stood on its own very well. Yeah. Um, I liked that it was a, a kind of a shorter game. Yeah. Uh, I, I felt that really helped it. I think that was one of my like complaints about the first game. Was too that, long. Well, not that it was too long. There's that, a lot like, of moments like it happens out. in every horror game where it's like there's just downtime where nothing mm-hmm. happens. Or it's like the same thing repeating. That's like, what I was going to say. It would seem repetitive if it was much longer than it was because a lot of it ended up being repetitive towards the end. You realized what ways you needed to move, which ways to get around the bad guys easier. Like in the beginning of the game, I was more creeping around like hiding, looking around every corner before I made any steps. And then towards the end, I was like, oh, I could just run through this. If I approach a bad guy, I'll turn around and run away. Yeah, yeah. they definitely have patterns they follow, and they, they yep. stick to their little areas, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, it, I mean, there was some downtime in this one, for sure. But oh, I think yeah. it only being like a three, three-and-a-half-hour experience, I think that downtime helped the overall tension for the game. What do you guys think of the uh, the camera mechanic with the... Uh the night vision, did the zoom, and I also replacing it. the batteries. Yeah, I did too. Um, it Made was, it more, way more creepy than yeah. it would have been without yeah. it. Yeah, and and I like the fact too that it wasn't so reliant. Like, it wasn't like, okay, here's this camera, and you have this limited resource to see in the dark. Now here's 100 percent darkness for the rest of the game. Yeah. I never really felt in danger. Like, oh man, like I need to use my night vision, or, or should I not use it now because I'm low on batteries? Like, there was a good mix of, okay, this is going to be that dark space that you have to use it. Robert, I could be wrong, but I think in the first game, they're like, there are like long stretches where you're just in darkness, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I remember, no, but I remember like in the beginning of the game, we actually had like a lot of batteries. batteries. Yeah, yeah, batteries. We had like, we were running like, but you know, since we, we suck on. at horror games, like, right. we went through the batteries pretty quick. Yeah. Can I just mention like, what kind of batteries are they using? It only lasts <laughs> right? like what a minute? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> Jesus, come on. That's the that's the thing. They're is... picking up batteries that are already almost dead, John, because obviously the dead guy that's next to was using it before. Why? That's why true. couldn't you? If there was a radio sitting there, why wasn't there like a button to interact with the radio to at least see if there was a battery in it? <laughs> yeah, it was always right next to the radio. That's something I wanted to bring up. Like in this game, the battery is always next to a radio. Not but, always, but most yeah. of the time. It wasn't always. Sometimes yeah, but like, it was just next to a dead body. Yeah. In the first <laughs> game, like the batteries, like there was never a radio and like there was always just randomly placed and you you could easily miss batteries like uh in the first game. Yeah, but I feel like it's scary. But I think that like the fact is like you're wasting battery on your camera to try to find batteries. Yep. <laughs> like you're <laughs> you're like in a dark room and you're like I need more batteries. So turn you're on wasting, the camera. Yeah, turn on the camera, look in every corner and you're wasting battery to try to find more batteries. Oh man. Yeah, I I, I anticipated there to be long just sections of darkness like you were saying is in the first one, but I appreciated that there wasn't. No, it was uh this game felt more streamlined. Like they I feel like the developers took all the complaints and all the compliments from the first game and just kind of that kind of helped them in making this game. That's my theory, anyway, because everything just feels a little bit better, a little bit tighter. Can we can we talk about something they should have maybe fixed? Now I don't know about the first game, but could he not get shoes at any point? He didn't have shoes. 
No. He's naked at one point. Yeah, I knew naked. he was naked. He, he, he must see dick and balls. Yeah. He he got up from his table in the very beginning of the game and did not have shoes on. Oh, yeah, that's and right. at no point figured, you know what? I'm running through this dilapidated ass building. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not going to uh, cut my foot. Well, he went all John McClane on it. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, like, I'll step Bruce up Willis class. wasn't wearing shoes for all a diehard. <laughs> yeah. yeah so he, he was just going that route. <laughs> but to be fair. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> he also kind of stayed away from people more. And was doing stuff stealth-like, and there wasn't a lot of dead bodies around him and air vents and things like that. So was like John McClane. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I'm talking about John McClane. Oh, okay. In this game, you're passing just dead bodies that have shoes on that you could just grab for yourself. So is it safe to say that Outlast is the diehard of video games? <laughs> I guess oh, so. Man. <laughs> I, was Outlast it, 2? Out, uh, yeah. Outlast with a vengeance. Yeah, what, was, what was the oh, name of the... Live Free or Outlast it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of uh, bad Die Hard sequels, yep. what was everyone's scariest moment of the game? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Great segue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I would, this isn't really a scary moment, but it was definitely the first time you had to move like a bookcase out of the way of a door like right towards the beginning of the game, like you turn and there was just a dude standing there. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. And he didn't move or do anything at all. He was just there suddenly. That was really creepy. But um, I think just one time I I was hiding from some, one of the, the buzzsaw guy. Yeah. yeah. And I thought he was gone and I just turned around to leave and walked out the doorway and he was just right there. Oh, jeez. Oh, the, uh, the airlock, right? No, it was just, uh, oh, what was it? I think when it was, you had to get the key for the... I think so, for yeah. For that lock, handcuffs? yeah, the handcuff yeah, lock. Yeah, I think when I was looking for that... Oh, when, that was where right we, before got you go, we got stuck Well, when you're looking for the key, right? Because you go in the airlock to find the key. Find yeah, it wasn't... Yeah. It wasn't uh, I was just in a room. Like, I was just hiding mm-hmm. to try and find out where I needed to go. Um, I think it was before... It was, like, those interrogation rooms. Yeah. Uh, before you, I think you went into the airlock from the interrogation yeah, rooms. Yeah. Um, before I found that airlock, I just walked into like a room across from the interrogation rooms or something, and I was hiding. And I just turned around to leave to try and figure out where I needed to go. And he just happened to be walking out like yeah. from the room across from me. <laughs> that was pretty terrifying. Right. Uh, I'll go. Um, oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm just going to jump in there. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, I'm going to go with uh, all I wrote down was Switch. But there's a part where <laughs> you're outside and you have to get through. I think it's like an electrified fence. Yes. And you have to go. You kind of go through these this wooded area. And then you go down into this basement. And then when you go into the basement, there's like a switch at the very end of the hallway. And you turn it or you, you just like switch it off. And then you, you turn around, you go back up. And I figured like me and John were like joking like, oh, yeah, we're going to get attacked right now. But nothing happened. But then when we got out there, like the electrified fence turned back on. And we're like, what the hell? And so I tried like all these different gates. None of them were working. Um, so I was like, well, let me go try the switch again. So I went back downstairs, went through there. And then like right when I hit the switch, I was like, oh. I guess it was turned back on. And right when you turn around, there's just a guy there. And he just, I, I don't even know what he says. But I I yeah, yeah, just, something <laughs> like that. Just like, boogie, boogie, boo. And I remember, like, me and John both, like, it was an audible. Uh, I mean, it, was, it was mostly. Okay, but, well, yeah. I want to say that John went. No. <laughs> no, like, the thing like, is, he, like, he, I, was he leaning on, I was actually leaning on the chair that you were sitting in. So when you jump back, I jumped <laughs> back too him. just because of you. I don't think All so. Right. If I, I wasn't leaning audible, on the chair. Yeah. You would do that no, with me jumping. No, you would say I, audible. I, if, <laughs> I, if I wasn't leaning on the chair, I would have just been still. I would have been stoic. You know the I only. Think, I think that was a missed opportunity for you to scare him from behind at the yeah. exact same moment. Yeah, too bad he wasn't scared. Also, <laughs> 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 then maybe he would have thought of that. No, no. I think. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I think I think you were the one who was. Uh, nope, I don't think so. I think so. I think you jumped just as much no, as I did because no. I felt my chair shake, and you're that wasn't not, because of me. Your okay? jump caused me chair. to move. All right. No, nope. I didn't jump. You're both scared. Just sh- I was shut just down. moved because you jumped. 
There's a difference. Well, that still... part scared me, <laughs> yeah. but for different reasons. Because I'm pretty sure that was the same Is room. this also your scariest moment, Amber? No. Oh, okay. But I'm going to tell you why it was scary, because it's, it's, it's entertaining. Um, that was the same room where you walk by the guy who's just sitting there masturbating to all the dead people on the oh, floor, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. my first thought was when I, when I walked in there to turn the switch back on. Was he going to come around, out holding his dick? No, I said, <laughs> turn around, and I was like, oh, my God, is this the... Because he touches you. I think he, like, touches your shoulder. Or he, he pushes you or something. And I was like, oh, my God, he was just masturbating, and he touched me, and then Ooh. I ran away. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a weird thing. He touched <laughs> me, and I didn't see any tissues near him, so it's like, uh. He touched me with his dead yeah. person. Yeah. Touching right. dick. His, right. his crazy dick. His crazy so the, dick. Uh, that was your scariest moment, Amber? No, that was not oh. my scariest moment. Oh, okay. Well, what, <laughs> yeah. what was your scariest moment? My scariest moment, I don't know. Um, all of the chase scenes in any video games ever, chase scenes are scare the shit out of me because i don't not like in real life where i can look behind me very well and i wasn't good at like i guess disoriented when i looks behind me in the game so um the first chase scene because i was more i was it was fresh to me um the first with the buzzsaw guy like around the same area where adam's scariest moment was is my scariest moment um because i had to go through that a lot of times to try and figure out where to go to find that key um so him chasing me scared the shit out of me and i remember the probably the scariest part was when i went to hide in one of the lockers and i had read about the first game before i played this one and read that like if you go in a locker sometimes they'll check the locker next to you and then run away and like he checked the locker next to me and i'm like great i'm good and then he opened my locker and it like (laughs) i flipped out and, and, and ran out so that was my scariest moment nice it's legit okay for me too legit to quit my scariest moment i think uh as a guy, this just terrified me. <laughs> no. There's oh, a point. Yeah, yeah. There's a point in the game where like it's it's a cutscene, but there's a point in the game where you're you're strapped to like a wooden board, and there's like there's like a saw, like uh, you're being pushed towards a saw, and then like you see like your dick and balls, like, like in just a, hanging an there. industrial like yeah, like industrial logging saw. saw. This isn't like a yeah, small no. little, little saw. This I mean, wouldn't like really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any saw that's around my genital area, I'm gonna. Well, be if I if I had to pick, if I, if I, I had think, to pick, yeah, the bigger I would like a really small one. Yeah, the oh, bigger so the saw, the more like, terrifying. I don't know. Some guys like, uh, excuse me, sir. I'm gonna cut off your genitals. Uh, pick which saw you would like me to do that with. Uh, I don't think at that point I'm gonna be like one you got. I mean, unless you have the biggest one. Listen, and don't you think the the smaller one would be faster? Like it would get uh, it over with quicker. Actually, no, because you die faster if it just cut you in half. Plus, if but it's a dull one, he's gonna have to go back and uh, forth, uh, back and forth. Not dull, small. <laughs> he said dull oh, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, but it was just, that <laughs> scene was just so intense. I was just like, oh, because I think Robert, you were playing. How was a cut scene? Your scariest moment? It, I didn't want to lose my dick. All right. <laughs> okay. Whatever. It's just. Were you, were you playing on an Oculus? Yeah. Oh man. Nah, I that would be oh, jeez. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really derailed that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess we're done. Maybe, yeah. maybe let's go play with your Oculus, John. Yeah. In the meantime, that's what he calls it now. Why don't we listen? <laughs> to some, uh, why don't we listen to some messages? Ooh. Shark Dropper Studios presents to you The force is strong in my family My father had it sister has it. And you have that power, too. There he is. Back to work. I had to protect my investment. Investment? Julianne Good. The whore with the dead fiancé. I just hope I can help. Your reputation precedes you. If you don't open this fucking door right now, I'm gonna break it down. It's Jimmy John. He's missing. Go find him, Tubby. Polly. We're home. Oh! 
Avenue Hurt, Season 2, brought to you by Shark Dropper Studios. Hey podcast fans, I'm Jonathan and I'm here to talk to you about an exciting new podcast called Top 5. It's brought to you by Shark Dropper. Can you think of anything and everything that you wanted counted down anywhere from shitty cereals to worst bands ever to top five athletes maybe even the top five movies well guess what we counted down from five to four to three to two to six no i'm just kidding we counted down to one every time every week shark dropper studios sharkdropper.com welcome back to horror play well that was uh i think we've kind of gotten the podcast back on track kind of right no, mm-hmm. you definitely need some haptic feedback gloves for that Oculus. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Again, that's a weird name to call it. But go right? ahead, the yeah. Oculus. Yeah, I, I, like I thought you were referring okay. to your dick. Oh, oh yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I call it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Derailed it again. Well, well we'll be back after yeah. these messages. <laughs> oh. Anyway, let's just get all the ratings. Okay. Oh, it's ratings time. That's my cue. All what right, are guys. they? Tell me about them. All right, these yeah. are all the ratings tell, right now. Okay. Why don't you tell Five, Amber? Five, six, seven, yeah. 19, yeah. Actually, four. this is a good oh. opportunity. Amber's never been on okay. the show before, so explain the ratings. So Amber it's not Simpson. like you ever do that. So. Never, never. Right. Amber Simpson, I'm going to tell you how the, <laughs> these ratings go. Thanks. For Horror Play. Basically, we want to rate these games on the scariness. And we do rate them on scariness, but we also judge them on other factors as well. Ooh. There's four categories four. total. That's immersion. Immersion. Which consists of atmosphere, music, sound effects, creativity, and graphics. Really, oh, is that, is that, I really, that I really stumbled over <laughs> that fourth <laughs> category. <laughs> but that one, in case you didn't hear it, it was creativity. creativity. Yeah, yeah. You're doing great. You're doing yeah. great. The second category is story, which is plot, characters, enemies. Third category, gameplay, which houses controls and level design. And then the final category, which is scariness, and that's the overall scariness, how scary was the game. So we're going to go through each of these categories. We rate the, um, each category on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the highest because that is a number that is very much higher than the other numbers right. in that scale. But and we're not, not different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're no, we're no <laughs> different than that. I thought uh, it's a good thing you said in that scale. In, let's say it's not that high of a number. Compared no, no, to like but in that scale, it is the highest number. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> um, usually there's a lot of debate. We're going to get into it. We usually debate. Usually we, we, we just get uh, rip calm, into people. Cool discourse. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Uh, I think in this instance, I'm looking at the ratings, and it's you know it's pretty shocking. We might be friends. By we then. actually might get along. Yeah. This, but let's, we'll, we'll see. This, this scale may not end in hey, a murder. That's true. We'll, we'll find a way. Rest in peace, Kyle. We'll find a way. Have, uh, have faith, everyone. Well, we'll see. Yeah. All right, so let's start off. We're going to start off with immersion. How immersed were we in this game? I gave it a 9 out of 10. John gave it a 9 out of 10. Adam, an 8.5 out of 10. And Amber, a 9 out of 10. Adam. Adam come on. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> What's going gosh. on here? Party pooper. Look, guys. 8.5? <laughs> Here's the Jesus. The, the, <laughs> Why did you hate give, this you game? You a little slack. <laughs> The the what was it the the creativity the creativity the it just it just was point five not there for me mm. maybe maybe it if either. it was more like creative <laughs> okay <laughs> no we all kind of agree that this game was pretty immersive I mean we all gave it pretty high ratings sure like uh mm. it looked gorgeous actually it yeah did. for for a, a, a DLC. game developed by a, a smaller uh, yeah and yeah. a DLC too yeah there are a lot of times where you forget you were playing a game yeah. that's the hallmark of any good game not right. just horror games. yeah it had great lighting effects in it yeah uh the atmosphere is where it really scores yeah for know. sure there's a lot of uh I mean, you felt like you were in a mental hospital. But I like the downtime, too. Like, we talked about the downtime earlier, and there's, like, just parts where you're not getting chased by people, and you're just kind of walking around like just crazy people. But They're it's not doing bit, anything It's a little bit more streamlined. It like, might be it, The but... downtime's yeah. not, like, for long stretches. It's just, no. like... In between the big points. It's long enough where, like, you can catch your breath, but then, like, oh, another jump scare. Right. I, I, don't, I don't know. No, I guess this would fall under atmosphere. Um, you're there, like... This is a prequel. This is the beginning of this outbreak, if mm. you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, this game isn't called Outbreak. I realized no, that yeah, after yeah. I said it. And I was just like, oh, and then I derailed myself. Oh, um, well. So you're there at the beginning of this. But by the end of this adventure, let's say it's 
15 hours total roughly in game time because right, you're right. knocked out for a few hours at yeah. one point uh how did everything go to such shit in that amount of time like you were in this high tech facility and then all of a sudden everything was just dilapidated just and busted. First game. see yeah the first game shows you like you the you end up in the lab at yeah. the first game but in this one you start off in the lab and you're trying to make it out so it's yeah. kind of like it's weird. It's like just the reverse, <laughs> but yeah, they give that that whole like kind of crossover. Here, you're knocked out for twelve hours, yeah. and now you're back, and you can kind of that, keep playing. That car that you get into at the end of uh, Whistleblower is the journalist or the that's the journalist car. Yeah, because that does he die? You, you don't know no. <laughs> actually. Yeah, you actually. It was kind of big. But that in case you were well, wondering no, why you know. there was a car there at the at the end of the, uh, I was the wondering. game. But yeah, it was uh, that character's car. Yeah. So. If I had played the first one, it would have made sense. Don't worry sense about why it, that. Adam. It's okay. Yeah, no, I'd say, yeah, I would say, like... I know. I'm just wondering why everything was so, like, run down and looked like it had just been that way for 50-some-odd years. It is kind like of weird everything how was just decrepit it looks. Yeah, well, because... it's supposedly a abandoned mental institution, so that would explain why the... But even, like, the people towards the beginning looked somewhat normal, and then they just looked, like... They had acid poured all over them by the time you're storming around the building. Yeah, because they were performing experiments. Right. On these, uh, but I guess people. you just didn't see any of the yeah. already experimented so the, on people. So the, the mental facility, because I, I kind of wasn't clear on like what you were actually going through at some point. Uh, like, I mean, from what I understand is that uh, the mental, abandoned mental. Like that was there just for facade. show? Yeah, it was a facade. Okay. Because this secret. There's like a church too, and like a yeah, there was a church, but there's like the secret evil corporation doing yeah. secret experiments. Yeah, and a supposedly abandoned mental. Okay, okay. it so. just to me it seemed like the whole facility was so remote that they were actively using the mental to like just as a prison to actually store mental patients in. I mean, I think that's just one of those like conveniences that happens when you're like coming up with stories. I was like, oh, why don't we just uh, if we're gonna sit in the mental asylum, why don't we just Treat him like their patients. Fair so. enough. Yeah. All right. Totally immersive though, because like the uh, the the patients that get loose, they add to the immersion. Because yeah. like right. not all yeah. of them attack you; they just yeah, go you don't crazy. Know. You don't yeah. know whether they're going to attack you or not. So yeah, that's a, that's actually that's a hard cool. point to talk about because that could also fall under that kind of falls yeah, under scariness for me. It's all like it's all the same. It's all the yeah, same. I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Why do we even do ratings? <laughs> yeah, let's just you, let's just stop because Robert here has like. Screw it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we liked it. Play it. Goodbye. Done. All right. So okay. uh what's the next category? Yeah, we're gonna go we're gonna go to story. We'll we'll keep going. Um yeah. story is the second category, which is basically, you know, the plot, the characters, and the enemies. I gave it a seven out of ten, John a seven out of ten, Adam a seven point five out of ten, and Amber a seven out of ten. Man, oh, you Adam! Really, really like this? this. <laughs> wow, that's a hell of a story for you. No, I, mean, I thought it was okay. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> Why did you guys hate this game so much? I went last time. No, I think we all I enjoyed it. it. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously we're trying to start stuff and it's very hard to because we're all pretty close. So uh, now the story was it's I mean nothing mind blowing. Nothing. Yeah. It was it was more the the characters and the enemies. Yeah, I yeah, think exactly. I like the enemies. They were like different from the the original game, but also the sense that like I don't know. They, I, I gave the score like I gave the original game like a seven point five on story. This one is seven because like this one didn't really expand too much on like uh, some of the characters that you meet in the first game. Not that they had to, but I felt like it would have been nice to know more about like you know maybe like. The cool characters you meet, like the doctor, or right? Like, like where did they come from? <laughs> yeah, it would have been cool. Not necessary, but uh, it would have been cool. Especially that the the doctor at the end that we were just talking about during the break, the creepy one that just wanted to cut everyone open so he could fuck them and impregnate them, even though they were men. Oh <laughs> god, that was so gross. Yeah. He was my favorite character only because I was, uh, to me, really creative and really demented and freaky, and I don't think you would see that in any yeah, other game. Yeah, the, the enemies definitely got. Uh, more fucked up as you went on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lack of a better term. But I there, even like, uh, like how we said, like there's, there's enemies or not even enemies, but there's just people that are just around that don't <laughs> necessarily, there's just like a yeah. guy banging his head on a door. There's a guy you, playing and, like, basketball with a human head. Yeah. 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 You never <laughs> quite know if they're a danger or not. Right. And I like that aspect of it. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that really falls under enemies, but just like the fact that you didn't know 
if they were an enemy or not, yeah. like certain mm-hmm. pe- characters. Right. I don't know. That was pretty cool. But I yeah, think us I having to question all of this is a good sign. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the story was uh, it's not the greatest, but it kept you entertained. Yeah, that's okay. Like, it I'm wasn't scared. really long. Like, mm-hmm. the story was kind of throwaway, but everything else about the game was so good. It, it kept was... you invested enough all right. to yeah. keep going. For exactly. sure. Faux show. Cool. All right. So... We like the story. Adam really, really I liked it. I mean, it. it's it's he like it. what's a uh, Citizen Kane? It's the it's Citizen just, Kane of horror games. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, That's yeah, right. He was saying Rosebud when he got here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you played as Orson Welles. <laughs> All right, let's go on to gameplay. Gameplay is the controls and the level design. I gave it a seven out of ten. John a seven point five out of ten. Adam a seven out of ten. Amber an eight out of ten. Amber. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yo, <laughs> loved man. it, apparently. Wow. Man, the only all about this gameplay. <laughs> I mean, I really I really loved the level design. It was creative. From what I read, it was a lot like the first one, so I probably would have scored it lower if I played the first one. But, um, but I mean, if it's the same, like, it's the same thing, same place, so of course it's going to be the same. But the only thing, like, that made me mark it down to an eight was, uh, like, the bad guys would get stuck around things. Yep. <laughs> yeah, knock it down to an eight. Knock it down to an eight. Um, the bad guys could easily get stuck on things. So once you realize that it's a lot easier to get away from the bad guys chasing you, um, cause you could just run around a desk and they'd struggle to get around the desk. There were like some, some areas where like they just would stop chasing you. Like you could kind of find that and then the music kind of dives down. It's like, oh man, I'm not going to jump over this desk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that guy went over the desk. Now he's good. He's He's good to go. He's gone. Like towards the beginning, I think when you were looking for the key for the handcuffs and running from the buzzsaw guy, there was like a whole door you had to jump over before he would stop chasing you. And like the, the next section after you find that key, I think that guy's chasing you again. And he just won't jump over a desk. And it's like, well, I understand you wouldn't jump over the door, but the desk it's is like, like literally right well, there. Yeah. he's also crazy, so you don't really... That's true. Maybe he's scared of dust. Maybe, Maybe. it's a devil desk. But he does have that saw. <laughs> he could saw uh, through Against that wood desk. <laughs> Maybe it's a really dull saw. It doesn't really work. <laughs> Fair enough. Just yeah. just good for human I, I will say that the, uh, the level design, I agree, it's... Excellent, but it's also really linear. But that's not a bad thing. I actually like that, right? Because like, it's like a haunted house, right? Mm -hmm. Because like, there's one path through a haunted house, but you don't want to go down that path because like, you know, creepy shit's gonna happen. It's the same thing with this game. It's basically just one big haunted house. Yeah, you're just like going on one path. You don't want to go down it because there's gonna be crazy shit happening, crazy people chasing you. But you're like, well, I gotta go, and I just I'm gonna be scared and dreading it the whole time. That's really that's really great for. You know, a horror game. Yeah, I definitely thought that was an awesome change of pace compared to a lot of the stuff we've been playing lately where it's very just, here's this big open environment. Go figure out what you need to find instead of just, like, survive. A lot of times just survive through this. a horror game, like, I'll open a door. I'll check all doors. And, like, every time a door opens, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just I don't want this door to open. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. wish they're all locked. And then the <laughs> one like, that opens is the exit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, this game's linear in a very good way. You can't say that about too many games. No. So. And I like that the c- controls were just simple. I mean, obviously there's not there's much not that controls, many buttons. but that's, yeah. I like uh, that about there's it. There's really no menu system or anything like that job. besides the Bringing up the camera, reloading the battery, uh, zooming yeah. in and out. Yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, let's go to the final category and the most important, and that's scariness. How scary was this game? I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. John, a 9 out of 10. Adam, an 8.5 out of 10. And Amber, an 8.5 out of 10. John, John you little just <laughs> episode you after episode. Just I, I always forget to bring you tampons. <laughs> yeah. All right. Gee. Ooh. Oh, it's so scary. Chill out, man. It's just a game. <laughs> Listen. Maybe maybe next I... time we'll play My Little Ponies. <laughs> oh, can we? <laughs> Are you sure that won't be too terrifying this, for yeah. you? This Seriously. game is, even though I said before it's streamlined, I think it's a little bit better. But as far as scariness goes, it's pretty much, it's offering you the same thing that the original game did. It's offering you like this haunted house experience of like, of like having to run and hide from these scary monsters. It's kind of the same, it's the same setting with the same, uh, the same, enemies so 
Yeah, it's it's more the same, which isn't a bad thing. That's I gave the first game a nine on scariness, so I'm giving this game a nine on scariness. So he was just Jeez. so scared. He was wetting his pants. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Totally. It's, it's okay. It's My okay, John. Right it was a scary game. Yeah. Oh, you and your eight point five and your big boy pants over there. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. can I say? Yeah. I wore my big boy <laughs> pants to this radio. I know it's not real here. life, John. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's just for fun. All right. Oh, I didn't jump at that one part. You totally jumped at that one you part. You jumped at that what... part. That yeah. pushed me back. But not that bad. That's why I only rated it an eight point five. Sure. Apparently, you jumped a lot. No. Nine. Mm-hmm. I I heard you even pulled his chair a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. actually scared to me. I was like, him, I don't want to fall out of this. To prevent him from falling over because he was oh. so scared. Yeah, I don't. Know. I, I really like sure. this game a lot. I think it had a great overall creepy vibe. Uh, they didn't overutilize jump scares, which was awesome. There were a lot of spots I expected there to be jump scares, but they just weren't there. So when they they actually did happen, it, it felt more. Meaningful. That's what I like. I I, that's like my favorite part of it. it. Actually, it seemed a little bit better streamlined than even the main game. Maybe that was just because the main game was longer, but like this one because it was shorter and because the downtime actually, you know, there there wasn't a lot of downtime, but it was just the fact that there was downtime. And then the, there's some areas where you thought a jump scare would happen, like you said, that it didn't happen. And like you, it was unpredictable, even though it was linear. And that was what was cool. Yeah, it. a lot of that downtime, I was expecting something to happen. Or like you would walk by some of those other just patients there. Yeah. And they'd be happened. banging their head against the wall. And you're like, well, is this guy going to run at me and attack me? Yeah. And then nothing. Yep. He just kept banging his head. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that there is a lot of different types of scare factors, like the jump scares, just general creepiness. Um gruesomeness like with the cutting dicks off cutting heads off um and then just like the creepy darkness like not being able to see anywhere you're going and especially like when you're outdoors you can't use your camera to see anything and it's just so much fog in your face you yeah. can only see like a couple inches in front of your face and you can't you know go to your camera to save the day yeah this is like one of the few horror games out there that actually utilizes night vision in a cool yeah. way yeah you know it's just like it's it's creepy because like night vision by itself is like it's like a creepy thing to it watch is. like it's all green and black yeah. yeah but when you actually put it in the game and use it and then you see like someone creeping around and at the other end of the room right. and your night vision I'm like oh shit yep <laughs> you know it's like something out of Blair Witch or quarantine so. all right so before you uh, give out the final that was a good reference <laughs> anyways yeah. yeah the the first game is actually a, our third scariest game on our list. Of uh, games we played at uh, eight point six. That's Outlast, the original. Yeah, Outlast. Oh wow! Okay. Our third wow. scariest game. So let's see where this ends up. All right. Well, if you take all the scores together and you average them out, it gets a total of an eight out of ten, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, um, but obviously we're looking at scariness. We want to know how scary this game is, and it comes in at a whopping. 8.6. Yeah. <laughs> so huge difference from yeah. the first one. Yep. I, uh, it's more of the first one. Way so, to nail it, Red Barrel. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the name of the developer. Hey. Hey. I got a vindicated, right? That. Yeah. Because I said this is pretty much the same scariness experience as the first game. But that's actually cool that, that they could take something like this and make it at least just as scary as the first one. A lot of games like. I don't know. They go downhill after like more DLC or more sequels come out. Yeah, this so. is just one of the better DLCs I've seen for any. Or I'll say story-driven DLC because most DLC is like multiplayer maps right. for a shooter. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of story-driven uh, DLC doesn't ever seem like it fits in. It's just like something that's tacked on, mm-hmm. like Bioshock uh, Infinite, like the the Burial at Sea DLC, where the, all of a sudden you go back to Rapture as the characters you played as an in Infinite. Yeah. Just it. It was good, but it felt tacked on. It was like, right. what was the point? Yeah. Besides, your publisher said you have to make DLC. Yeah, this like <laughs> it to. made sense. It fit. It didn't overstay its welcome. It was just like a nice little bite-sized thing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm like actually. Yeah. This game has me hopeful for the the sequel that's coming out. I think like a year or two from now, Outlast Two. The trailer is out. And it looks looks so creepy. I hope it's a different story. I'm not sure. not say like this story is bad, but like it'd be, I guess like uh, Red Barrel is in a unique position where they can make like a, oh like a new horror game with like a different story every time. Would it, 
like the true, like de- the the true detective of horror games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I a, guess more obviously the American oh, horror story of horror games, but that show's uh, terrible. So this know. is the American horror story slash diehard of video let's, games. Let's just <laughs> stick with let's stick with true detective slash diehard. Right. Let's, let's stick like, with a cop drama. Does that mean I'll Does that mean Outlast 2 is gonna suck then? No, we're not. We're not. I didn't watch the second season of True Detective, so I can't speak to that. Apparently, it's but terrible. Die Hard Two was decent. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more of the same, which is what Red Barrel's uh, pretty good at delivering. I hope yeah, uh, Outlast takes same. place in an airport. That'd be <laughs> yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> you play as John McClane. But like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just literally Die Hard Two, yeah. and you're the, the third one. Guys. You're all over New York. Yeah, you're all over New Solving York. Solving riddles with Welcome Samuel to Jackson. Party panel. Yeah. <laughs> Oh that would be pretty. I'm cool. sure Sam Wait. Jackson would do it. Oh yeah, he's gonna need something after that Nick Fury money uh, or so Nick Fury gig runs out. Yeah. So we got a three gallon jug and a five gallon jug, <laughs> but you fill up the five gallon. Wait, hold on. How do we do this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, oh, hey, you got four gallons. <laughs> yeah. right. Then I, I, I hope they branch off into like Outlast Speed. Uh, yeah, that, that would be pretty. The whole cool. game takes place on a bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's on a cruise ship. <laughs> just a bus has to drive around on a cruise with ship. cans. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's cans. That just sounds terrifying. That actually should be Speed Three, just like a bus <laughs> on a cruise ship. Oh man, they can't slow down either of them. <laughs> like, they both have to go fifty miles per hour. Oh. Although I'm sure both well, go further. Well, a helicopter <laughs> flies over it. Or and films the the pool the whole time. Yeah, and what if the bus has to go over fifty miles per hour, but the boat has to go below fifty miles per oh, hour? Oh man! But they, get they have to make each other e- both equal out to fifty miles an hour. That's true. So it's got to be exactly fifty miles. So like, an if hour the boat is going like twenty seven <laughs> miles an hour, the bus has to be going twenty three miles an hour. Yeah, they have to somehow physically make say, each other go fifty miles an hour. Look, Dennis Hopper comes back. He's like, all right, listen, this just has to average out to 50 miles per hour, guys. You got two vehicles here. Dennis Hopper comes back from the grave just for this movie. No, no, no. I mean, like, say say the boat's going 25 miles an hour. Now the bus has to somehow compensate to make make the boat speed up to 50 miles an hour. Right, but Well, the the slower speed from the boat would then slow the bus down enough to make it. But if the bus goes 75 miles per hour and the boat goes 25 miles per hour, it's kind of averaging out to 50 miles per hour. Yeah. You take 25 from the bus and put it on the boat. Any uh, physics yeah, but, majors listening? You guys want? But to do is a bus driving in like a circle around the desk on a boat gonna? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that even. See, happens. we need we need physics. We need like John said. Yeah, we need physics. Uh, for excuse us, guys. Uh, we need physics people. So uh, if any <laughs> physics people are listening to this, can you please um, recreate this scenario and just film uh, all of it? Yep. Ask Keanu Reeves if he'll do it. I mean, can he's we not just get doing the on this? Yeah. Oh wait, no. They're uh, this is their last season. Yeah, that won't happen. Yeah, drats. All right, guys. Oh well. Uh, Let's try rats. and get a student speed three out of this. <laughs> student, Come on, a student speed. Student three. film speed three. So before we sign off on speed three, uh, <laughs> what are our final thoughts on Outlast Whistleblower? I liked it. Yeah, Good. I enjoyed the game a lot. I'm gonna play the first one now. Good. It's a. Uh, if you like the first one, you're definitely gonna like this one. And if you like. The DLC, you'll like the, <laughs> the first game. Uh, yep. I recommend both. Why yeah. not? Why not? The, uh, we so did this game, them the same. The, the game and the DLC are both in our top five. That's that's pretty good. It's I impressive. Mean, aren't they that tied with each other? Go yeah. to you, Outlast. Yeah. Yeah. Tied with each other. Should we just do one entry on the list? No. Just... No. Everything we do goes on that list. Yeah. Really? Even Speed 3? Speed 3. <laughs> speed 3. How scary Dude, it's like it. the Lethal Weapon 5 of horror play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, as always, folks, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for what games we should play, drop us a line at shotjarber.com. Shotjarber.com slash lists if you want to see all the games that we've ranked uh, from scariest to least scariest. Robert, what else can they find at shotjarber.com? Everything, all the podcasts, yeah, well, every everything. single one of them. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of podcasts. Nonfiction and fiction. Uh, we got Paralyzed, Doppel Avenue, Her, Where the Bay, Movies, Films, and Flicks, Snubbed. Snubbed. End of all hope. End of all hope. Yo. With Adam? Co- yeah. Cop doctors. I, we get just a bunch. Like, there's fiction, nonfiction. There's something for everybody. So like, go to sharkdropper.com. Rate and review our stuff. That'll there's something for really me? help. Well, something for most people. So if you're like Not a babies. foodie who listens to 90s alt rock, is there a podcast for you on there? 
one of the fictional ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they love stories. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, coming, go there. Coming soon. '90s food from Adam. Yeah. For yeah. alt rockers. There you oh, go. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. We'll just we'll sit around and listen to to Soundgarden. Listen to Spoonman as we have some uh, cereal. Yeah, some tricks. Some some, some soup. Some third eye blind. Yeah. Maybe. That'd no. be pretty good. No, probably not third eye blind. I like third eye blind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that first album was all right. Yeah. That's true. Oh, also go to Patreon. You can donate a dollar or more and get some exclusive content on there, some bonus content, um, and on another podcast, Trimming Lessons, uh, a David Trimmer podcast. But um yeah, just donate. That helps us out too. Helps us like continue to bring out all these different podcasts we're doing. The more sure. you donate, the more likely it is we get speed three. That's yeah. true. If you Keep can donate guys. a good, a cool mill, yeah, we'll probably we'll that, get you. That a would speed. be enough. With we'll you, no, that would that would be close. <laughs> no, we we would at least need two so we can get Kiana back. Yeah, yeah. if you can Kiana. donate a cool bill, <laughs> maybe Kiana will do pro bono. <laughs> you know, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think uh, that does it for. Do you think if you two ever does something like free, they call it pro bono? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you mean you mean so like like literally everything Bono does? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> For my co-hosts Adam, Robert, and Amber, I've been your host John Lasso. Thank you so much for listening. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much or a terrible one. Your choice. Yeah. Okay. I don't think anybody's ever going to choose to have a terrible <laughs> Thanksgiving. You don't know. Adam, don't usually assume, it's just John. chosen for them. No, don't look. Assume. It, We won't get into this. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Shark Dropper Studios production.